Hey chums, welcome back to A Game With Chums podcast. Once again, I am your host, Paul. And once again, joining me is the ever radiant uh, Frankie. Um, how are you doing, Frankie? Uh, good, yeah. I'm drinking wine on a lovely Sunday afternoon. Cool. It's very hot outside, so... It's a warm outside. I've not touched grass yet. Oh my gosh, it was about 26 degrees and it's September, so... It's climate oh. change for you, man. <laughs> yeah. We're all going to be like burning, either burning to death or underwater or both. <laughs> it could yeah, be both. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, cool, man. Like, so like, um, today's podcast, we're going to, we're like, we're going to talk a bit about yourself. Cause I know that's your favorite subject. And no, so, um, yeah. so <laughs> But it's gonna it's 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 gonna be about your 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 time in. You used to live in the glorious land of the Otaku Dreamland wetland called Nippon, which Nippon, which is Japan for us yeah. uneducated Westerners, because uh, yeah. it's actually not Japan to Japanese. It's Nihon, Nippon, isn't it? It's Nippon is the old Japanese and Nihon is the current Japanese. So. Yeah. So yeah, we, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in, in this podcast because yeah. uh, I think it's an interesting story. Like, uh, and and uh, just sorry, yeah. just a side note. Like, I know nowadays there's so many YouTubers who yeah, we'll yeah we we'll get into that. Like, but yeah, at but the moment we'll we'll just we'll touch upon that. But yeah. um. Yeah, like you, you lived, you, you studied at was it was it Kanda University in it was, yeah, Chiba? Kanda, Kanda, Kanda Gaiko Gaikoku. It's um, uh, un, uh, Kanda International uh, University of International Studies in Chiba. Chiba, in Chiba. Oh yeah, Nakiyori Hongo. I love Mahari that. Hongo, yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah, like um, then you decide you, you studied there for a year as a part of yeah. like your was it a student exchange? Yes. What was it? How it did that work? Foreign exchange. Program. Foreign exchange. So you were there for your second or third year? Uh, my last year. In third year and university. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then you decided to just stay and live there. Why? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I stayed there for an extra four years. Four years, so, three, so, three and a half years. Yeah. So you were there for like probably about four and a half, nearly five years. Me, I would say four and a half, going on five years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what did you do in Japan while you, you were there? Was it mostly like teaching English? Was it? Um, I had a couple of jobs actually, and you know some of them. Um, so once I left. Um, university i got a job as an english teacher at berlitz uh, into, what, uh what is berlitz for people who berlitz don't know? was a good uh it was, was. It, was well, it, it still is oh. but um back then it was a good place to learn foreign languages and it wasn't just an a kiowa so you could learn a kiowa means english language school but um it also taught German, Spanish, French. It wasn't just in an English school. You could learn any language 
you wanted to, Berlitz was uh, established in Germany. Um, well, the name is a big giveaway, isn't it? Yeah, and um, it then it came to it's it. We have them in the UK as well. Um, we have them all over Europe, and you can learn any language. And basically, Japan brought them out in I think the early noughties. Um, and now they're owned by Japan, uh, but they, essentially you can learn any language you want to. So it's not just like a typical a where in Japan. So you could have, you could be in the staff room and speaking to German people, teaching German, Chinese, Korean, and that's what I really liked about it. And I really enjoyed working there because of that. Yeah, like, yeah. like yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like, what was your experience there? Like, did you have a good time? Was it stressful? Was it was it just like like just explain how you or just tell let us know how you felt about working? I there. I think there's a, I think there's two sections of this we need to separate right. We need to separate my time uh, studying when I was uh, yeah that's, what, that's what that's what I meant. I meant like how was your time at Berlitz? Yeah, but we can, um, you could you can do that. You can you can carry on. Sorry. Um, I think my time at university was one of the most fun and happiest mo- uh, times of my life. Um, mm. I, I really loved being in Japan. I loved living there. I loved learning language. Can, can um, we, went- sorry, I'm going to cut you off and we're going to back yeah. up a bit because why did you want to study in Japan? Like, let's get a bit more background into that. Then we can go into your time. So, um, I'm, I'm trying to be a, I'm trying to be a professional not professional but semi-professional like uh, okay. interviewer slash host so I got into Japan because of yourself actually um, uh, Paul is my older brothers we've established in prior one in prior podcasts and videos I've uh, been in but Paul really got me into Japanese um, I would say like uh, culture in terms of like anime and video games I don't yeah. think you got me into the history so much I think you got me into kind of the mainstream kind of media and I'm really thankful that you did that but I kind of got myself into it as well because the first video game I think no actually I I take that back the first video game I ever played which was Paul's video game was Super Mario Brothers and I really got into video games because of that and the first anime I properly watched was about when I was five or six and it was Guyver um and it was a guy it was a guy who wore that alien suit and it was really graphic and it was really horrific and I can't believe you allowed me to watch that when I was six or seven um do you remember that 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 movie you made me watch <laughs> Guyver uh, I, I, I know I, I know Guyver um, yeah. it was was it the manga or the anime made you watch or was it this you know you what made me watch the movie and he got like um so many things happened to him when he was in that guy suit and then he got ripped out of the guy suit it was a movie and I, he got don't, I don't think it was a movie it was i remember having the vhs so i think it was the yeah. tv sh- series i'd made you watch yeah it, w- it was pretty graphic and i remember watching that that was my first foray into anime and then when I got older I got into Dragon Ball Z and uh, Pokemon and my mum got me my first Game Boy Color and you got really annoyed because I was like seven or eight and mum bought me uh, Game Boy Yellow with the Pokemon Yellow and you were like because I was crying do you remember this 
This yeah. is like my first foray into Japanese kind of video games, like on my own, was because you kept taking your Game Boy off me. Like I'd be playing, like mum bought me Pokemon Blue. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we, we don't have to go into our family like <laughs> things, man. <laughs> but no, 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 no. No, but because we were kids, like we were kids and I was playing and then you were like, no, no, I want to play it and you took it off me. And then mum bought me my own Game Boy. Do you remember? And yeah, then that's yeah. how I got into the video game yeah, and that's yeah. Like, I, I remember we we used to watch um anime there was on a thing called toonami um cartoon oh. network and it used to have like a, a lineup of like uh, anime shows like outlaw star and stuff like that i remember watching yeah, that so we, we were i was about 12 when we watched outlaw star i was really young so i was still in primary school mm. Outlaw Star, and I remember because it came in really late. It was like nine or ten for me. It was really late, and we had to keep making excuses to mom, like, "Oh, she needs to go to bed. It's school tomorrow." And and, and you would be like, "No, no, 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 no. Just just a little, like half an hour." And we'd watch Outlaw Star, but Outlaw Star is actually like quite adult when you watch younger. <laughs> Um, and we watched that on Toonami or Cartoon Network. Late it night was Cartoon it was Network. Cartoon Network, but it was. Had a section called Toonami, which was like for primarily Japanese um, anime shows. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I think what got me kind of established was when I got sick um, from primary school. I think I was like 11 or 12 or something like that. And then I borrowed a DVD of you. And I just picked it out of your room and I just was so ill. And it was Spirited Away. And it was the Studio Ghibli um, movie. And I just was obsessed after that. That was mm. what kind of established it for me after having all Yeah, this. cool. So, yeah, like now let's go back to your experience in, do you want to split him to study and then how you were explaining it before, studying and then work? Like? Yeah, I think, I think Japan is one of those places where, it's really good or really bad depending on what you're doing so when I was a student I absolutely loved it I was really young maybe 2021 uh 22 was by the time I finished studying um and it was the most amazing experience I wish I could relive it a little bit again because it was just I don't think I'll ever have that experience um I got to meet so many people from different countries. I got some really, I think if you really want to integrate into Japanese culture, you need to do it. You need to go to school there and you need to embrace and learn the, 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 the language and the culture. I do really think a connection to a culture is via learning the language. So if you have that connection, you can really get integrated in culture and then working there I was an English teacher for Berlitz and then I had a number of other jobs I taught yoga for a bit um and then I worked for Daiwa House and then other, other things like that mm. what what, pacific, what specifically did you enjoy about your time in Japan and what was it that made you think wow this is the best time um well, would you say, was it the culture or was it the people? Was it just living in a different country? Was it like the nightlife think, or? No, I don't think it was the nightlife. I think it was a bit of both really, like a bit of everything you were saying. Like, yeah. I think, I think Japan 
I think if you come to London for the first time, it can be like a bit overwhelming as well. And I think Japan is very much like that. Tokyo is very overwhelming. Would you agree? When you first get there, you're just like a bit like, oh my God, there's so much to take in. There's so much to do. Mm. Um, and I, when I first got to Tokyo, um, I actually lived in Chiba, so I lived outside of Tokyo originally. Um, Japan is just there's so much to do and there's so much to learn about the culture because up, up front you think you understand the culture but you don't really understand the culture until you've lived the culture mm-hmm. um, and so there was so much to learn so much to take in and it was one of those cultures that you really desperately kind of want to be a part of but you'll never be a part of and um, that's kind of like the need to be involved in such an exciting world is part of the reason why I got sucked in so much into it as well. How do you think your um, your Japanese was or is? I think the first time, you, I think I was very overconfident when I first landed there because people used to think I was half Japanese when I was out there um, mm. and people would speak to me. They wouldn't really speak to me in English. They would the first thing they would speak to me in was Japanese. And I never really understood why that was, but kind of when you look back on it, I went to a, a university where a lot of Hafus go because uh, they want to learn English or they want to learn Japanese. They want to learn something rather different. So I had a very different experience, I guess. But um, And then I so I kind of wanted to embrace, like, if people were speaking to me in the language, which was originally theirs, I would want to take that in a little bit more. And I think when you arrived, you were very impressed with my Japanese in the beginning. And then the second time you were like, oh, your Japanese got kind of crap. (laughs) Um, The first time I really embraced it because I was so integrated in the culture. I was dating a Japanese boy. Um, my, My best friend Yuka was Japanese. My friends were Japanese. So I felt really like, completely you you made you made um some when you studied at your university here in england you made uh, friends who there was a lot of japanese students who went to your university wasn't there yeah Uh, so you made you made friends there and then you you stayed friends when you when you met some of them when you went over there didn't you yeah some of them i did like yuki who i'm a lot of them i've kind of not I'm being friends with but Yuka who you met we went to Disneyland is someone I met just out there like I didn't know her before um and then I was friends with Ali you know the American girl who's my best friend as well and she had a lot of Japanese friends so we all had the kind of like very integrated experience when we was out there for university um and I was you know dating a Japanese boy which was kind of nice and different um and then when I went to work it all changed so (laughs) it all became very westernized and very much um did you you, um did you have was was when it had bullets because yes it was a German company but it was owned by Japan they didn't have that same Japanese work um culture did it where you know there's a particular word for it where they uh i can't remember the word for for it where you know they work late hours and then go out there's a specific word for it but i don't know the word in english or in japanese um but you didn't it wasn't like that for berlitz was it 
No, it wasn't like that at all for Burlet, but it was like that when I worked in Dyer House. Um, okay, so yeah. it had that work late light late work culture where you stay until ten or stay as long as the boss is, and then go out to get yeah. like, pissed up or something, and then yeah, because in in Japan you, they work some of the companies they work so late. I can't remember the word, and it's really yeah. annoying. But um, there is a specific uh, with Japanese they always have like a word for for a particular part of their uh, culture. Um, but you see a lot of Japanese people falling asleep on trains because um, they get worked. And, yeah. Karoshi, Karoshi. Uh, you would, yeah. I, I, I can't, I don't know. I wouldn't know the word. I, I, I just know like there's a lot of like YouTubers I watch. They when they talk about Japanese work culture, they point it out. But mm. I, 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 can't, I can't. Yeah. So it could be, it could be that. Um. But yeah, you see them like falling asleep a lot on each other and it doesn't happen in london well sometimes it do it does but not as often right it's just so common there you just people just fall like literally like just just look like they're gonna drop dead it's, it's, I mean, but it's like, not the same it, it's not the same like what, what do you mean it's not the same because when japanese people work like when it, it's not they're not working it doesn't they're just sitting around just they're just sitting around and they're doing nothing like when i went to Kodaiwa house being productive is complete like productivity and being present are two mm. different things um it's the salary man thing that's what i was trying to like yeah you know where yeah. they just uh, but yeah carry on yeah I mean, it, so like at my current company in England, I will work from nine to five, but from that nine to five, I'll be completely plugged in. I'll be like exhausted by the time I finish and I'll be like really tired. But in Japan, I will work for Daiwa House, which you didn't come to see, um, was with my last year there. And actually what drove me to leave Japan was um, that I would be there until 8 p.m. in the evening and I'd be walking home and Ali sometimes would be finished before me and she'd be working two till like in Berlitz you would work if you're working during the week week you start in the afternoon and finish like your hours are now but I would have started at 9 a.m. in Daiwa house and finished at like 8 p.m. in the evening and um it just wasn't worth it at the end, and it, it kind of got me really. You not you, you don't get overtime as well, do you? They no. expected you just to just to work and work for free. It's like, oh yeah. So with Diver House, I was doing this kids. Um, I was working as um, all the Japanese staff didn't speak English, which was why I took the job on because I wanted to use my Japanese, um, and none of them spoke English. So it was always like a a lot of hard work to be doing these like uh curriculums mm. writing them in english but then having to write them in japanese and we we finished once we finished teaching and then i was like eight o'clock in the evening i was exhausted and the boss was like okay now we're going to the izakaya and i was just like i just really want to go home <laughs> like, i just i just don't want to i mean like Young, you know, some, like yeah, some people might think, oh, that's so cool. We can go out and the boss is going to get us drunk. I mean, it might sound fun, like like once in a while, you know, go for after work drinks. 
Well, you expected to stay there. You expected to go, and after a while, that just just starts to wear you down, man. It just starts to wear you down. I mean, I think about it. I'm just like, I couldn't do that, man. I'm like, sometimes you just want to go home at like a reasonable hour and have some sleep and like see your like maybe your family if you have one, or just or just have some you time, isn't me time, you know? So yeah, that's the thing about like. I know. I don't like. This was a while ago. This was when you worked there. It was in the um the two thousands. Yeah. Um. So maybe it's changed. I think it's changed. Some of it's changed. Still have that sort of work culture, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's good when I was going there as a tourist, but like when you're working, it's completely different. And like you touched upon, there's a lot of like, uh, influencers, YouTubers who are now living in who move into、mm. Japan, and it's different when you're. Doing sort of content creating than working for an actual Japanese com- company or doing something different, isn't it? It's not it, the same. It was so funny because I remember you you explicitly saying, "I remember to walk around、uh, Japan, we walk around Tokyo," and I was and I was recording something and I was just talking about it, and you went to me. Why don't you do a? Why don't you do your life like life in Japan? And this was like before any of the YouTubers had done it. Before it was like two thousand ten, two thousand nine, and I said, "Oh God, that just seems like a lot of hard work right now." And I see these influencers like Chris Abroad,、um, his girlfriend,、uh, the Canadian girl, Charlotte. Yeah, and their their videos are really good. Like, don't get me wrong, they're they're really interesting. But they show different. When I watch their videos, the Japan that I knew in 2008 is very different from the 2022 Japan,、mm-hmm. um, and it's a shame that kind of there wasn't that kind of presence, online presence before, because I think it's very different, and it's it, it just shows how kind of different. Experiences can be, and and how different、um, Japan has become, really, because Japan has changed a lot.、Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So at that time, were you, were you still into anime?、Um... Oh, absolutely. I was. I was a massive nerd throughout my whole time in Japan. I went to Tokyo Game Show dressed up as Tifa about three or four、oh. times. To Tokyo Game Show,、uh, I remember that. I remember you got interviewed, didn't you? You and Ali. Yeah, yeah we got interviewed,、um, and I got interviewed.、Um, I went to Tokyo. Ali went home for a year, back to finish her、um, American degree, and I went on by myself to Tokyo Game Show. And I was literally the only foreign Tifa, like I would say, Europeanized Tifa. And I just got so much attention <laughs> because I was it. Like they kept saying to me.、Um, So we went to、uh, the Comic Con, Comic Cat, which is Comic Cat. It was like a comic market connected together,、um, and we got, I got, we got so much attention because people just thought we were the real thing.、Uh, because you didn't see many foreigners, like, like now you go to Tokyo Game Show and there's so many foreigners dressing up in cosplay. But back then, when I was 21, considering I'm 34 now, like. There was no foreigners there, and、um, we were kind of like this. You know, I, I feel like when I when I last went to Japan in 2019, did a video as well、uh, 
vlog for it, mm. which I released long overdue. So if you haven't seen it, go and check that out on the channel. Um, there was loads of tourists, loads. And I kept thinking, I, the last time I went there was 2011. And mm. the, the difference in the amount of tourists that was there from when I first, when I went there last in 2011 to when I went again in 2019 is vast. It is so, there were so many, like compared to when I last went, I was like, wow. Everywhere I went, it was just like, I was back in Europe or something. It's just so many like tourists there. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I get it. Like people wanted to go, but after a while, I was just like, oh God, like, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off, man. I got away from you guys and now you're just all here. And yeah. like, I remember like Kyoto is obviously a very big tourist destination. When I went there the first two times in 2010 and 11, I remember it being, it was busy, but I don't remember there being that many tourists and you could walk around and you can not get pushed um, around, not pushed around, but it wasn't like so crowded. But 2011, yeah. 19 time, I was just like, God damn, there's a lot of us. Went to the monkey. Remember when we went the first time in 2010, went to the monkey mountain, mountain. Kyoto. Yeah. It was just me, you and your friend at the time, Ed. Yeah. It was just us three there. I just remember there was no, barely anyone there. And uh, there was photos when it's just like us three and a couple, maybe a couple of Japanese tourists or, or Chinese tourists. And I went there. And if you see in the video, I'm just surrounded, man. Even the monkeys are thinking, what the fuck? Why is there so many people up here? It was yeah. just like, oh, God. But... I guess I don't know why I can't exp say why there is maybe the flights were cheaper or people just wanted to go there more. I, I'm not too sure. Like what it's become a big tourist destination. I think when, when you went in the noughties, when you went to visit me at uni and, and uh, when I was working there, um, the kind of like that, the, the res the res there was no real resurgence of anime and interest in kind of Japan as a whole. But I think like from 2015 onwards, I did see like this huge resurgence of like people interested in Japan. And I'm not just movies, I'm not talking about people who just like, I want to be, you know, I'm interested in anime and video games, like people who genu genuinely want to go like, because of the history and the you know the shopping and everything like that whereas when i went when i was there in 2010 it was only really like the nerds <laughs> who were in in japan like you were interested in japan like it wasn't like as main not mainstream but it wasn't really a place you would go like I, yeah i'm gonna go I, to japan for two weeks you know yeah. I, I think like we you touched upon it like more there was more there's more youtubers there and mm -hmm. they, obviously they release videos about um go, living in japan or tourist destinations in japan and i think that's influence i think social media had a big influence on like tourists coming over to japan because back in 2010 and 11 youtube wasn't as big as it is now and now we're like not even just youtube like instagram Twitter. it's just huge now and people get to see it more and more and they're just like oh, wow i really want to go it was like me with korea i'm like wow i was watching people's videos on youtube and i was like yeah man i want to go there i want to check it out the korea yeah and korea is one of those places which i went to in 2010 um well, it's, and, it's only like an hour away from japan it was yeah it's like two it's a two hour flight and i went to korea and i landed and I was really into Korean dramas in 2010. And then I got re back in, I got back into it when I started watching it with mum over lockdown. But um, 
Korea is was like a poor. Oh no, I shouldn't say that. It was like a okay version of Japan. Like it wasn't as exciting and it wasn't as international and it didn't have that kind of. Well, it's it's had its sort of it's it's boom now. It's it's yeah. it's um people are realizing what a kind of like a cool play a cool country is. Yeah, it's had the it's- movies, it's had the TV shows, obviously the music. I think that Gundam style music uh, song really helped. Well, that kick was twenty twelve. That was a while ago. That was ten yeah. years ago. But I think BTS that's helped. Now, yeah, like- B- oh BTS man, those sort of boy yeah. bands are taking over, man. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's a good point. And you go got got the film like Train to Busan. You got Squid Game. You got other like a lot of dramas. And they're realizing, wow, this country's kind of popping. And you're also, they got you got their food, and you got their uh, booze, which I don't think their beer, beer is that good. But um, mm. you have to. You, so- you tried the bad one. There's some really good ones out I've there. I've tried. I've tried three. You don't like any of them? No. Um, class, I thought was absolute it's shit. Classic. It's too yeah. carbonated for me. I was yeah. like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't vibe with this man. But I think I think you'll go to Korea and you'll absolutely love it. Like I think I I am yeah. Um, yeah, I do I want. I, I am going to go, Korea. but obviously pandemic and shit and borders. Well, I, I I loved Korea and I'm trying to get me and my partner out there. He's not. He's a bit reluctant. Um, <laughs> but um, I think Korea is one of those. Again, when I went there, 2010, there was no Westerners. Like I could walk through streets. And not bump into a westerner and um when i was out there they'd even know like when they saw me and my friend anna they did they couldn't even pinpoint where we were from in the world like they they had no idea and i think now it's probably a better like with japan i would have said going there 10 years ago in 2010 was probably the best time to go there but with korea going there in 2010 was okay but it was really isolating like if you didn't know korean it's tough shit you know nobody really spoke english um i used all my japanese like because they korean a lot of koreans because they get a lot of japanese tourists could speak japanese so i spoke japanese when i was out there i think now they would probably be better at english because of their kind of amazing pop culture that they have like sold and they sold it pretty pretty well i would say I think it's like yeah, they've done really well. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the film, remember they 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 won an Oscar with Parasite. That Parasite film's good. Was brilliant, I love yeah. it. Brilliant. I, so, I love their their pop culture. Yeah, <laughs> I like this. The, the, the style is, it's it, it, it's the only thing they're probably lacking. Like Japan has is probably like the um, anime sort of animation. Even though there's some good animation studios in in Korea, but maybe they don't make their own. They just like. Do uh there's i think tower of god is there's a thing called uh oh what is it oh my god there's like a style like manga but it's the korean style miss living in japan yes yeah what what specifically do you do you miss about living in japan um so can i can i I, sorry i'm sorry i just asked a question and i'm interrupting (laughs) but before we get onto that one thing i miss about visiting japan and i think you probably know what it is is um and what you got me into was karaoke yeah miss having karaoke relatively available it's available here in london but you have to pay obscene prices and go into central Mm -hmm. london i mean every japanese street has like a chain of japan uh, of of 
of character. There's so many options you can go to, which yeah. offer deals and stuff. And it's just really, really, it's such a fun way just to kill some time and spend time and with your friends. And with us, it has to be an event. You have to gather friends or we have to plan it in advance. A lot, a lot of times me and you go, but we do have friends who want to join us, but it's always like a hassle trying to get everyone to go and you have to yeah. go make a pay the money and then go up to, to London, to London or other or, or in London. And then you're just yeah. like, but with Japan, it's just like, Oh, let's just, if I, look, I could go by myself, I'll be like, oh, I've got an hour to kill. Let's go and sing some songs, man. Have some drinks. It's good. But yeah. yeah. Sorry. But what, what do, <laughs> do you miss that as well? What else do you miss about it? Yeah. I mean, I was going to, I was going to say like, in terms of everyday life, like I don't miss everyday life. Like I miss the unique experiences you get from living in Japan. Like I don't miss waking up to go to work. Like that's one of the reasons I left because I was so full of dread. Last time I went into work, I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Specifically, um, about that. Where, well, um, just like so. The thing is with Japanese coworkers, I'm not even Japanese coworkers, but just Japanese clients. Even if you're teaching Japanese, right? To um, teaching English to Japanese, they are so guarded in everything that you just like, well, what did you do today? I went to the shop and I ate some tasty food. And it's like, oh, I can't, I can't hear this again and again and again. It's just so dull. But, you know, once you get to know them, sorry, because I don't think they're one dimensional. I just think they're very guarded. Um, like, I miss going to Disneyland with Yuka. I miss going to Fuji Q with Ali. I miss um, going to karaoke with my uni friends. I miss like going on dates in Japan when I was dating in Japan was always a big thing because, you know, my boyfriend at the time would make it such a big deal. We'd go to Inashima and he would buy like a souvenir and, you know, everything was just such an event in Japan. Like everything you did was an event. Um, whereas in England, I try now I do this in my everyday life. Like I try to make things into events because that's the only way it's life is enjoyable. But in Japan, it's just automatic. Like, you know, oh, we're gonna go, we're gonna go for for a a car ride to like Kyoto, and we're gonna you know enjoy going to the beach with our friends. Like you don't get that in. It's almost in like living. It's like, almost like living in anime. it's almost like living in an anime isn't it having a beach episode and going to getting in the car and having a having an adventure but like that's exactly how it is in japan like um i remember when i was when i was i shouldn't talk too much about my dating life there but i went for a barbecue and he was like okay you're gonna meet all my friends we're going for a barbecue and it's exactly how it's depicted in anime Mm. like we're going for an we're going for a barbecue. I'm going to do the sprinklers, <laughs> like not sprinklers, uh, sparklers, and you know it's going to be a big thing. And it was always everything was just such a fun thing to do, like going karaoke after uni or going somewhere doing something it was always such a fun thing to what, do. Yeah. What about the um, what what about the uh, food? Do you not miss the food? Because yeah, you know, that's what Japan's known for having really. 
good food? I'm glad when I was in Japan, I wasn't a vegetarian <laughs> because I think I wouldn't have as much fun as mm. I. They don't like, really, they don't really cater for vegan, vegetarian sort of palates. No, here. no, back and, then anyway. Like, no, and also I don't eat fish now, so mm. it's even more difficult. Whereas out there, I ate some fish because it was like the only thing. That I, I couldn't, if I went back to Japan now and they were like, we have fish, I'd be like, I, I don't think I can eat fish. Like mum, when we was in Spain, bought paella and I had to eat around the fish. <laughs> Do you know, it was, it's just, it, it, I, don't, I think I'm glad that I experienced it not being vegan because I think I'd just be so dull if you were vegan. Just, you wouldn't have as much fun. And the food is all very catered to me and fish so yeah mm. yeah okay what about like the not the nightlife but the going out for drinks like you know izakayas are a big thing over there <laughs> can i tell you it's really uh i haven't told this story to anyone um do you sure you want you sure you want to tell it now yeah or? yes okay. i do ali knows the story very well um one of my first nights going out was on Tokyo Game Show. And um, me after we went to Tokyo Game Show, me and Ali went to go to, we was like, Let, we need to go to the Square Enix shop. Like we, like this was before the cafe and it was, it was just a shop. So after we went to Tokyo Game, shop, uh, game Show, we went all the way to Tokyo, which is quite a distance from Chiba to Tokyo. Uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, and we got to um, the Tokyo shop, which was in Shinjuku. Yes, it was in Shinjuku. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then we got there, and I and I got the ring, and it was like, the ring cost like £200, and I think I used a lot of my student loan to buy this fucking Tifa ring. Um, and then after we was like, we didn't want the night to end, so we ended up going to Shibuya, and we ended up... Um, Ali was 20, I was 21, and we ended up going to, oh, I forgot what it's called, but um, it was some, uh, it was like this really well-known nightclub in Shibuya, and she, Ali, me and Ali, we got absolutely drunk. It was, we were absolutely mm-hmm. wasted, and we got there. I lost my wallet. It was all a big shambles. Mm-hmm. Um we found my wallet. It had all the money still inside because that's what Japanese, Japanese don't, don't steal, really. We didn't tell. So me and Ali lived in a. Yeah. Did you live in? You lived in. You didn't live in student halls. You lived with a. Uh, what was those Japanese? Like a. She was like the. Not the mum. She was like a car sign. Yeah, yeah, but she. It, it wasn't called that. Wasn't she? Wasn't it called wasn't mother. Student- it was um like a, a, she, it was a student accommodation, but it, it had like a mother who mm. you had to report into. It was like, anyway, it was like a accommodation. And we didn't tell them because I honestly didn't know that we had to tell them because I didn't know any Japanese at the time. Mm. We got there and we got... <laughs> Yeah, we yeah. got locked out until 7 a.m. until they opened the door. Um, and so we, we didn't sleep that whole that whole night and we got let back in and the Kasan and the, the Torsan sat us down and just yelled at us for like two hours straight. 
and um, I had no idea what was going on and I kept getting up thinking he had finished and he and he was like swap there and that means like basically sit sit back down sit down and I was like I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea what's going on. Mm. And Ali, being the good girl that she was, was just, she was just taking it in. And I just kept getting more and more annoyed. You can imagine me, Paul. Mm. And I just got up and I was like, I was like, and I said, I remember saying this, and Ali was like, oh, yeah. I was like, no, I'm an adult. I can do what I want. And then he was like, sit back down. So I sat back down. And mm. then he he went, he turned because he was he could speak English. And he did the whole thing in Japanese and he went, you can never do this again. And he said that in English. And I turned around and I said to him, that's okay, because we're moving out. Mm. <laughs> and that's the last thing I said to him. No. And you knew that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, okay. And you knew that apartment you came to see me in. We had that massive like two bedroom. That was the apartment we me and Ali moved in after we got that that bollocking. And we had such a great time in that apartment. And do you know how much that apartment cost us for a month? Between the two of you? Between the two of us. How much did we pay what, each? In, in yen or in pounds? In, in just saying pounds. Probably 300 each. So that apartment cost 700, uh, it was like 700,000, no, 70,000 yen. And that was basically how much? 350 pounds each. Each, oh. That's good. No, no, it was even less than that. It was like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was about like three hundred pounds each. Yeah, so that was, apartment. Yeah, and that I was rem- a that was a big apartment. Yeah, and I remember going to Ali. And I was like, I don't think I can afford this. I really, because we what we were paying for what we were with the castle on the tour sum was one hundred and fifty pounds mm. for that room. But I was like. I'd rather just live on my own and have my own freedom. But I remember that night having a great night. I think me Ali made out with some guy. I made out with some guy. It was all, it was, it was brilliant. We had such a good night. And we were all like, I had like my fucking teeth ring on and I had like these ridiculously stupid extensions in my hair. And I just had a great night and that, and I lost my wallet and Found got kicked it. out of my accommodation in Japan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, is there is there anything like hmm, I don't want to ask this question because it kind of like will end the no it will sort of it's because that's sort of the question I'm going to leave to the end. Um, but like if you could, if you could do it now, would you do it now? Like, would you live in Japan if you had the chance to do it now? If I was 20, yes. Yeah, but not now. Not as... um. So, to, do you remember two years ago, I was so avid of going back and mm-hmm. going back to Japan. And, like, I think because we got into that m- mode where we were in lockdown, do you remember? Mm. And we watched a lot of Pablo in Japan and... Mm. Um, watching a lot of like and I really missed it but I look back at it now and I go like unless I'm like Chris or like Chris abroad I don't think I would work for a Japanese company again I don't think I would um and I really enjoyed my freedoms in England which you just won't get in Japan like 
yeah, yeah. Like, what what's the, what do you reckon is the is the downside of of your time living in japan because uh, the, the, there's obviously the work culture there being a foreigner there being a girl there there's yeah the, you know, i a lot of people talk about how great japan is but there is like with any country there's some downsides which a lot of people sort of gloss over um the good things are about japan like obviously like the low crime oh, rate and, and stuff and obviously like the food and people quite friendly uh, uh, well not friendly but they're quite they keep to themselves but they're they're courteous that's what i, I would say i would say being a foreign man in japan is a lot easier than being a foreign woman in japan um and i would say that um I was very protected when I was out there and I didn't realize until I until like I had to experience Japan on my own like when I say on my own is because when I was at uni I had my friends and I had Ali and then I had my boyfriend and then I had this year when I was friends with people at Bertlitz where it became a very isolated place um and the one thing I don't misses the racism that you get out there um i when i was out there i got punched on the arm when i was for speaking english <laughs> like i was <laughs> wow yeah i was punched and nobody did anything like if that happened in england and i got punched by a man i think a lot of the chief would stop and be like what did you or, do you would hope so. you would hope yeah. so <laughs> yeah and um i got I, I got quite a bit of harassment. I got followed by a police officer all, all the way back to my apartment in Mitaka, um, which wasn't the one that I lived in by myself, Narima. It was the last one that he didn't get to see. A police officer came, said that he had followed me all the way home and he needed to see my ID. Um, and I was like, God, could you imagine a police officer in England following you all the way back home just to ask you your driving license yeah you're meant to have that as a foreigner on you all the time isn't it even like as a tourist you're meant to have your id on you because they can like police could just stop you go what you what are you doing here you here legally or or, yeah it's just like oh okay um yeah but lucky that never happened to me but visiting but obviously that's different from living there yeah so I got I got that happened to me and I when the first time it happened to me because I know this sounds really bad but you get you hear that happening to foreigners who are either Asian or like like South Asian who are like Filipino or black um black people who they get stopped a lot but when it happened to me I was kind of like like not because I don't think I like that they deserve and I didn't it was kind of just like, oh God, it made me realize that, yeah, I'm still a foreigner. You know, it doesn't matter how much I try to fit in. I'm always going to be a foreigner. So, um, and when I got followed home, I was like, this God, this guy knows where I live. <laughs> like he followed me all the way home and that's just not weird. Yeah. So those were like some of the worst points. And um, one time, um Ali got followed home by, not followed home, but she got harassed a lot as well. And I had to go and pick her up from the. Yeah, she's, um, your friend's American and she's blue eyed and blonde haired as well. So 
She She's green eyes, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. yeah, I do remember when I was in Japan, like when I first visited, and we were in, uh, was it a nightclub in Osaka? Mm. And I just remember like so many girls had to, like, people you knew, mm. and um, they had they we weren't not you knew but they were friends of her friends and they were girls and they were like said to me can you pretend to be my boyfriend because like, i'm just getting hit on so much they were just hit on you and i was you see it i was just like god damn like what's going on like the people are so thirsty over there it's like <laughs> do you know what i mean i was just like oh okay it's not good but to be fair it was japanese but there was a lot of tourists a lot of americans there and a lot of americans were hit on the japanese girls the japanese guys were hit on the american the foreign girls and it was just like it was like I always had I think I had to pretend to be like someone's boyfriend, at boyfriend. Yeah, I and I was just like oh shit uh, and I just remember the guy was like hey, is that your girlfriend man I was like yeah man it's my, my mm -hmm. girlfriend they were like oh okay he was cool by <laughs> by Arthur Slaughter oh jeez but yeah. it, it was fun and like, I liked that but yeah it, it's, it's, a, it's a problem like well that was a few years ago so maybe i don't know i don't think it's got any better like maybe a lot of people still talk about problems in, in japan with you know racism i want to choose my words carefully but sometimes i watch videos i'm just like i'm gonna just say it as it is like japanese <laughs> they're just the same as anyone else yeah like, like a lot of people lot, like a lot of people just brush off go oh it's just the way they are it's just japan i'm like oh man if that was like a western europe or america or anywhere else that would just be called what it is and with <laughs> japanese it was just like oh it's just they're stuck in their ways or it's just how they are or, you know what i mean well they didn't mean it, anything by it i was like no they, they, they're not stupid they know exactly what they're doing well you know to be honest with you um, and i'm gonna put this very bluntly mm. <laughs> um is that when i went to japan do you remember when i first when i first went there not not the consequence afterwards yeah you went there on I holiday tried so hard to fit in do you remember like when you went there on holiday or when you're living there when i was living there the first oh. time do you remember like i tried so hard to fit in because i knew what the other kind of not trying to fit in what the other outcome was like and um the, the thing is, I remember Ali going to me, she said, well, you know, I, she said to her, she said about herself, she was like, well, I'm white, like, I can't really complain, because I still have privilege. And, and I was like, Ali, you're experiencing racism, like, <laughs> like, I don't know how other, like, you're being pinpointed because you're blonde and you've got green eyes and you're experiencing a level of harassment because of the way you look like that's racism like I don't know how else to put that but that's just what it is and when I stopped trying to fit in like I would speak English not loudly but I speak English quite frequently in the trains and stuff and I would get hit and I would get told to shut up and I would get told uh I get if I was speaking English people wouldn't sit next to me and yeah it's be know, like oh yeah. it can't be racism because you're European and it's like well no oh it is what? it is if you were in Europe <laughs> you didn't want to sit next to you no. you a language is it is. It's maybe like they're they're scared of you talking to them or you being loud, but it's still a form of like 
it's like when people go, oh, that's how they, they think you're going to talk to them or talk English or you're going to be loud. I'm like, well, that's making an assumption of me as a person just because of how I look or where I'm from. That's, that is a form of xenophobia or racism and stuff like that. It's because you could say about race burger, well, this is, um, but I don't want to sit next to these bunch of, uh, you know, black guys or something because they're, you know, black and they could cause mm. trouble. It's just the same thing, you know, you might, it's, it's kind of like, is a, like a, a form of discri discrimination in a way. And, um, Thank you. um, I, I, did I experience any when I, it's a bit weird when I'm on holiday there and I got that Hi. holiday mi mindset, but I do remember like, when we were coming back from a night out in Shibuya and we were talking really loudly in the back of a taxi back to fucking Chiba, which seemed to go forever. Yeah. And um, the guy speaking to you in Japanese thought I was your American boyfriend told you to get rid of me. And I was like, well, I'm her brother. But I didn't know you told me that afterwards when he was, because I remember him talking to you. Well, yeah, he said, so you left to go and pay. You went back upstairs to go and pay. Yeah, and it's fucking went, expensive. When you went upstairs to pay, he went, he went, he went, Kareshi, dame, dame, uh, dame. And I was like, he said something about my boyfriend or not being good. And I went, no, 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 no. And he went, uh, I went, that's my, um, my brother. And I said it to him. I went like, oh, on it, you know, you know, on me. And, and, and he was like, what he just kind of his his face fell and he was like I thought that was your boyfriend and he 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 was like you look nothing alike and I was like that's weird because in England people think we're some people used to think we were twins <laughs> you know uh, so, uh, um, uh, we looked quite similar in when we were as babies we look very yeah. similar like I look at baby pictures and I'm just like oh is that me and I'm like oh that's no, Laura mm. we like very like similar looking and. Kids, uh, but yeah, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, like, pants, like, good, and I, I like it. I do like that stuff, like, their trains run on time and shit, and things seem to work over there. It's always, it's always like annoying when I just get the train, I'm just like, oh, the train's delayed again. How about you? Like, can I just ask you a question? Like, no, because I remember you went in 20, because I remember I was meant to go with you in 2019, I just couldn't, I just never had enough money. And you went and you came back and you were like, I had a really good time, but it wasn't the same. Like you said to me. And I just want to know, like, what uh, made it different from 2019 to 2011? Like, No, was... well, the first time I went it was 2010. It just wasn't the same because uh, there's factors in it because nothing's like, as long as it's not sex, when like, you know, first time you have sex is shit. But like, mm. when you experience something for the first time, it's always the first time and you, that's mm. great. And, so he's always trying to like it's like when people take like certain drugs or something they just like oh nothing can beat the first time he takes this this drug or something it's like that it's just like oh, i can't it can never recreate because mm. like when i went to japan in 2019 it, I, we were re i was going with friends and mm. those friends think haven't been to these parts of japan like tokyo and all like akibara and shibuya and i've been there like a couple of times so i was like oh, this is old hat to me and we went to Kyoto, we went to Nara, and I've been there already. So it's kind of like retreading my steps. But the the the, the, the when I did have a really, really like experience, good experience for myself was when we went to, to Hiroshima and uh, never was it uh, Nagasaki. No, no, I didn't go to Nagasaki. It was just uh, Hiroshima. Uh, it went and went to that island with the. Ujima. 
Nmajima, yeah, went there to the island on the boat. That was really cool, man. I that was probably my best experience of that. I was, I was like, because it stands out. It's just like I've not done this before, so I think it was more of the fact that I re were sort of retreading what I've already done. Obviously, I went to the Manga Museum again, and I went to like all these places in Akibara again, Shibuya again, Osaka again. But that time, like those times where I didn't go to those places, it was a new experience for me. So I really enjoyed it. Not like I didn't enjoy going to see those places again, but yeah. it's like I wanted, like if if I go to Japan again, I would probably like to go to like, I was thinking Sapporo or maybe like further south. Like I was like, gonna, say, I was gonna say to you, you should go to Sapporo because, mm. um, you like it's like the thing is with Japan, it's kind of like UK. Like if you go to Scotland, it's very different from going to Cornwall. Um, it's like being in a different country. Well, like, it is really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, Scotland and Cornwall are different countries, but do you know what I mean? Like, Sapolo is, it's got that, um, Sapolo is an I knew, word, yeah, yeah, and it's got that I knew feeling, and it's, it's got that indigenous kind of feeling as well. It's very different from the rest of Japan, and I, and I think you should go to Okinawa. And yeah, that's where I want to go. I would like to go because Okinawa is a kingdom on its own, on its own before it was incorporated by Japan. Same with Sapporo, like the uh, Hokkaido area. It was very indigenous people living there, and I think there's still a lot of them live there, but they have been absorbed by you know the uh, Japanese uh, people. And yeah, it is like people always say, "Oh, UK." Oh, it is is London. I'm like, it's not, man. You're disrespecting the people from Scotland because uh, they, I bet they have a big say to so go. Then we're not the same. We're different. You yeah. know, it's a different experience because, like, I mean, when we used to go to Scotland and uh, on holiday, it was different. It was like, it, like you say, it is a different country. The accents are different. They speak differently. They're um, yeah, their their culture is different. You know, like there's. It, the landscape is a lot different and it's way same when you go to wales man that those people have their own goddamn language and it's probably mm -hmm. like it's an ancient language it's probably one of the oldest languages in europe so it's different uk is different even in different regions of of, of england it's different okay, like yeah. no like no don't say uk just say england because like we're sorry, sorry. Like, um, like, so like different like, like you got you got you, you got cornwall yeah. you got like parts in the north and you got even like even down here in south you got essex it's like it's really different from other parts you know and you got the midlands as well so it's 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 all different so when people go ah, uk shit or and especially when people say it when they're living in japan and like youtubers who are from from the uk and say that about britain like a lot of people say the architecture is shit compared to 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 from to from from japan to uk and a lot of people say it's not i agree it's not it's better i think it's better i think well, i architecture. Ar architecture is better than japanese oh my god got, absolutely uh, apart from the mega cities like all look the same but yeah you, so yeah can i just say like so i was <laughs> i should keep but i was dating a guy last year he was from japan hero and we were walking around crystal palace you know our, our home yeah, don't dock don't dox me <laughs> don't, don't say where I live. Oh, no, oh I live. shit! Sorry. Yeah. Um, can you cut that out? Yeah, yeah I'm gonna have to cut that, man. Don't okay. say where. Okay. Specifically. So, uh, South. Can I just say South London? Yeah. 
So I, we were living, so we went to South London, we in South London, he was walking around and there was um, names of the, like 1880 and stuff. You don't get that stuff in Japan. Like you don't get stuff that old, that's originally that old because in, like in Kyoto, the stuff like the golden pavilion, it's been replaced so many times. That's not actually the age it is. And so, therefore, like, our architecture, some of it has been around since the 1500s. And that's one thing I just love about the UK is that some of the architecture is just so old and so rich with history. Um, you don't get that. In, generally, you don't get that in, in Japan. Well, yeah, like, you do have, like, the old buildings, but they're being replaced and or they've made of wood, so they've been torn down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've got a lot of, like, natural disasters or that they have to tear them down. Uh, you can, the UK, like, uh, it's, like, you could say, like, London is a different city to Edinburgh. Edinburgh is completely, like, different city to, to London. And you can also say that about York to, to London. It's completely, Canterbury, different. Mm. It's all that. Bath, just- Bath is like a Roman town. It's it's so it's old. Um, I want to say one for for Wales, but I've only been like to Cardiff, and I can't remember much of Cardiff. So apologies, Welsh uh, Welsh guys, but um, people, but no, uh, is beautiful. Oh but- yeah, but I'm talking about that's landscapes. I'm talking about towns and cities, and I know there's loads of old like villages and towns in Wales, and which are really cool. I mean, like you got to be because they they've been around. They're the OG Brits, so <laughs> um, but it, it is different and. When people make the comparison to UK and, and Japan, it is um, it's kind of unfair. Uh, the food, obviously, is, is better in Japan. It is like compared. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, the, what I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, Jack, where are you going? I oh, know, I'm over here. <laughs> Hurry, I just... uh, like, I thought you fell <laughs> over. Um, I, I compared, don't agree. But compared, anyway. like, what indigenous food compared. When say people say Japanese food, sometimes they incorporate like foods from other countries as well, like especially other Asian countries. So when I was in Japan for a year, I love Japan. I love takoyaki. I love okonomiyaki. I love sushi. When you say you were in Japan for a year, you were there longer, man. No, oh, no, I mean five years, but the first year, I'm just talking yeah. about the first year. I was there, like I didn't eat any English food. Like I was like, I'm all about the takoyaki, the ramen, the everything. And then, like, after a year, it's like, I just want a Sunday roast. Like, I just want my roasted potatoes, my Yorkshire puds, <laughs> and my roasted chicken, like, and my gravy. Like, I, I think people shit on English food a lot. But once you've not had it for a long time, you're just like, oh, God, I could die. I could I could do with a cottage pie and a Lancashire hot pot, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like... Um... Also with Scotland, you know, they got their, um, their yeah. they have more of a, people complain about like UK food or English food with weird names like, you know, spotted dick and all that. But then you've got <laughs> like the fam- most famous ones like haggis, man. I've never no. tried haggis, but it doesn't look appetizing, but apparently. Well, you would never try haggis anymore. Not anymore. But even when we went up there as a kid, I was like, I'm not really interested in eating that. But uh, yeah, it's um, it, it, like, like life there it's weird because you get a lot of japanese people who live in uk who prefer living here because it's more freeing because there's so many social um etiquette 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 in japan that 
Japanese people have to abide by because you know being Japanese, they have to sort of because they're homogenous and they're all like it's a collective if collective if collective society. So they all work like have to all sort of get together. We're more individualistic. Um, but even though we do have those old traditions, but they're sort of being faded out, you know. But um they're Japanese like who I who live in London much prefer living here than they do in Japan. They- I, can I can I just say something? Like after living in Japan for that long, I I don't know the difference now, but people say Japan's a lot like if it's gonna be like a Western country, it'll be like America. I I completely disagree. I think Japan is like the England of Asia. Like it is in some ways it's very the reason I could live there for so long is because it's very similar to it has very similar UK customs. Like our traditions are quite similar. And I mean that in like the way not like culturally, but like the way we hold ourselves. Like we follow rules, we love queuing, we love tea, we can we go on the same same um side of the the escalator you know um we say we sorry dr- we, a lot. we drive on the left we drive on the left yeah, like, we, we, yeah we say sorry a lot yeah yeah like, like, uh, well, sorry like, i'm just gonna say an example people ask you for directions and you're just like oh I, I don't know i'm very sorry 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 and just I'm like sorry. why am i saying sorry for <laughs> you know what i mean like just saying <laughs> sorry i'm so oh but you, it's just like inbred into us Mm. I, I do think England and Japan are very similar. Like, I do feel like when I was in Japan that I was constantly saying sorry or making tea or, you know, like being on the left-hand side of the escalator or the road, you know. Like, I, I don't think it's that different. And I think that's why we have a mutual respect for each other and that's why there's so many – there's more Brits that – stay comfortably in japan than there are americans and likewise like vice versa and i have to ask you would you live in japan i did i did i did think about it um for for a period Mm. um i don't think i could as much as i love the country and much as i like a lot of their um pop culture technology um, which is a thing like people think Japan's very technologically advanced. It was maybe in the eighties, but they're stuck in that time period. So I don't think it's like um like a mecca of technology. It's not really. I think like, they don't have contactless. Yeah. <laughs> they well, have contactless when you went they, there. They they, they 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 do now, but it's not as prevalent as it is here. Mm-hmm. It's taking them a long fucking time to catch up with that. <laughs> um, I think like Korea is probably more ahead of them, and China in terms of technology, even America. I mean, like everything that's technology based is coming out of like the Silicon Valley. But um, would I live there? Uh, we have a friend who really wanted to live there, but I don't think he's going to want to live there anymore. And um, I always say it's good to visit, but I don't know. I couldn't work as a salary man. I don't think I could anyway. Would I work there as a content creator? I, probably not. I'm too bit too old for that now. Maybe in my younger days. But... <laughs> Chris, Chris is my age now. Thirty-two, but he's been there. Thirty-two. He looks a lot older. Yeah, he, yeah, he gets that. Um, not that we know him personally, but um, <laughs> he, um, he's been there for like eight years. But uh, his girlfriend is older than me. I think she went thirty-six or something. Yeah, she's thirty-six. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like, would I do it? Uh, 
Yeah, I I, I would if it the offer, but I wouldn't live in in Tokyo. I would live in Chiba. I really like Chiba. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it's quite it's it's outside of Tokyo, but it's still the greater Tokyo metropolitan area. You can still get a train in there. Like it's quieter. It's uh, less chaotic, chaotic, and I'll be more chilled. I think if I lived in Tokyo, in the center, I think I'd probably go crazy. I know I'll probably drink myself into an early grave. And, and <laughs> do, I, I, I had a friend who uh, left Japan when they were twenty-five, and they moved back when they were forty, and they've been there for fifteen years. So they're mm. fifty-five now. Yeah. And he, and do you know what he said to me because he's married with Japanese yeah. partner his kids he went if you he, when I left because I left when I was 25 he went if you're not back by 40 you're not coming back that's what mm. he said he said a lot of people come back around 36 or 40 between 36 and 40 if you don't come back by then you're not coming back mm. and he said and he said uh you've you've, got, you've always got time to to come mm. back like it's not gonna disappear okay but yeah so that was your um, discussion about life in Japan and comparisons. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think we're going to call it there. So yeah, thanks for watching and thanks for listening. If you're on Spotify or any other cast platform, thanks for listening. And if you want to, please like and subscribe on our YouTube channel. And um, thank you again, Frankie, for uh, filling in for Mr. Ross, which hopefully he'll be coming back soon. Um, but yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you again next time. Bye-bye.